Alrighty, folks, welcome back to SDYT, the podcast. I'm Porter, I'm your host, and this month of June, we're covering balance, learning, and loyalty as our core values. What do those things mean? How are they applied to your life or within your perspective? Those results may vary. And frankly, for a lot of people, the jury's still out. Maybe you haven't thought about it, maybe you haven't considered it ever, and maybe you're just not sure. When we're talking about learning, a lot of that gets taken for granted. Everybody has to go to school legally. You have to at least somewhere. But even if you don't, let's say you drop out. Maybe you've got a GED through high school or secondary school, depending on where you grew up. Maybe you didn't go to college or university, but maybe you did. Does that mean you learned less? Does that mean what you learned has less value? No, not necessarily. Maybe less applicability in fairness, but certainly not less value. Plus, there's an air of commonality when you talk to people about those topics because you can still have a conversation with different perspectives over shared values. Folks, this particular interview, we're talking to our Survival Dad YT host of Walkabout, Jonesy, and we're going to talk about a few things concerning learning and loyalty and balancing those things within your perspective as they're applied to different end states and different topics. First off, if you're new to the podcast, welcome, and if you're a continuing listener, Welcome back. Guys, without further ado, I'm Porter. I'm your host. This is SDYT, the podcast. Alrighty, folks, this is Porter with SDYT, the podcast. If you're enjoying this interview and you've listened to some of our others, then you already know we're playing on Spotify. You already know we're playing on iHeartRadio. You already know we're playing on Stitcher, Audius, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. But what you may not have known is we're also on YouTube. So if you find yourself with the odd opportunity for some background noise, or a decent conversation while you're at work, or maybe lunch, you can feel free to log into YouTube, search Survival Dad YT, and you can listen to all your favorite podcast interviews as well, either season one or season two. Now, if you have anything you want to suggest for a topic, or if you want to be interviewed, feel free to send an email to survivaldadyt at gmail.com, send a direct message on Facebook or Instagram, Survival Dad YT. Check us out on TikTok or some of our other accompanying episodes and shows, like Scott Scott Stories, on the occasion, we'll also have discussions from Dublin. And every now and again, we get a guest host spot from our Survival Dad YT host of Walkabout, Jonesy. So there's a lot going on. And folks, from me to you, I appreciate you taking the time to listen and support the station. However, for the time being, for different perspectives with shared values. Guys, I'm Porter. I'm your host. And this is SDYT, the podcast. Righto. Jonesy here. Driving down the road, long haul as I do. I often think and talk to myself about life, family, education, and communication. When I heard Survival Dead YT was looking for a host for their show Walkabout, I realized that a change to my audience of steering wheel and dashboard would be nice. If you haven't rallied behind Survival Dead YT and their show, SDYT the Podcast, you still can. They're on Spotify, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and anywhere else you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Try to keep in mind, that life is like learning experience. Everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, well then it's not the end. For more wisdom from me and my mates, check out Walkabout. I'm, I mean, SDYT the podcast. Every Monday morning at 9am, Eastern Standard Time to the States. Alrighty folks, welcome back again. I'm Porter. I'm your host. And here on SDYT the podcast, we're talking to our host from Survival Dad YT video series Walkabout an occasional guest host of this podcast, 
Jonesy. First, welcome to the show. Right, Porter. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. This is great. We've talked on occasion a little bit since the last time you were here. In fact, since the last episode you guest hosted uh, was now a few months ago, right? Right. Yeah, mate. You were out. Sick, I think it was. Chances are very high. It was just you wanted to take the day off. I figured, why not? And we'll be able to see what types of questions you've got. Well, I mean, we've talked about them. Right. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had that conversation. I remember picking up the phone. I remember you saying, hey, Jonesy, I got a favor. It's about the last thing I got, mate. <laughs> okay. All right, well, we'll go through it, and we'll see what maybe you remember. This episode in June, we're covering balance, learning. I know, mate, it's June, right? That's balance, that's learning, that's loyalty. I had you do your intro. Okay, well, just reminding you, all right? So we have a common point to step off from. Okay, you having a rough day, man? You doing okay? Right, yeah. Okay, well, you just seem a little on edge. Mate, you keep asking me the same questions. We talked about all this stuff off the air. You asked if I was ready. You told me you'd record the intro. And then you'd bring me into the conversation. Now I'm here. I'm just anxious to get started. Oh, well, sure. Don't let me stand in your way, man. Let's start at the beginning. Do you want to tackle one of these at a time? Or we hadn't really discussed this too much. So it's really up to you. Porter, how about you just take a seat for a second, mate? I'll go over a few of these. And then you chime in whenever you feel like you're ready. How's that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Right. Then I'd like to start by saying thank you for having me on the show. Right. And to all the listeners. I understand that walkabout's been a bit absent for a little while. Apologize for that. There have been a few things that I've had to address. But you have to balance a work life, I think integration to a certain degree. One of the things that I do want to discuss is loyalty. When I hear about loyalty, I think about things like a lion or a queen or a king and their court. How do you do things for whoever's in charge in those organizational structures that puts them as the priority? Loyalty. How do you decide which action to take in certain situations or which action not to take in certain situations? You can base it off of what you want to do. You can base it off of the ideal outcome. But at the end of the day, it depends more on who told you or which organization told you to do something and where your allegiances lie. Loyalty. More specifically, though, think about this mass consumerism that we're moving into now. Right, The entire planet has products, services advertised online on social media, right? Everybody's trying to buy something or everybody's trying to advertise why you need to. Brand loyalty is a bit different. It could be as simple as you buy one product one time from one person, one group, right? Okay, there's a shop I'm familiar with. It's a place called Bunnins. One of my favorites though, it's a hardware store. You show up, grab a snag on a Sunday. Walk into the store, spend more time than you needed to walking out with more things than you realized you need. It's great fun. Not really. You don't need any of it, mate. Now, let me cut you off for a second, Jonesy. We have stores like this, like a Harbor Freight meets a Tractor Supply meets a True Value Ace Hardware kind of vibe, like a Target type black hole. Like when you walk into Target, you're like, oh, I didn't know I needed these things and you buy it. Right. Yeah, mate. It's just like that. I've seen it actually going into Target as well. You go in there with like $5 that you're planning on spending. And then you buy like $25 worth of things, walk out, and it's been an hour and a half. Let's just say the point is you get something. The quality's good. You understand up front what you're getting based on reviews or whatever. And then you use it and you like it. So the next time you need something similar to that product, you buy it again. You don't even do the research. You buy it again from the same people, the same group, organization, whatever. Because it worked well the first time. And maybe that's the extent of your brand loyalty. 
Maybe it goes a bit more shallow than that, where you buy a brand because it's popular and you continue buying that brand until it's not popular, right? Brand loyalty or any loyalty has a line, has a boundary where you stop, where it becomes no longer a question of the longevity of the loyalty, but there was loyalty nonetheless. Now, maybe it goes a bit deeper though. Maybe your brand loyalty is more closely aligned with your value system. Porter, you're going to like this, right? If a corporate entity has values that you like, maybe that's why you continue buying from them. You heard of Woolies, mate? Woolies? No. Woolworths, right? Woolies. The point is it's a fresh food store, right? I like the fact that they have sustainable things that you can buy there. Organic things, good quality products. I like the atmosphere. I like the environment. And so I shop there. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Like you pick different places to go because you align more closely with their. I mean, yeah, sure. Common sense. Assuming, assuming you know their values and you know yours. And number two, they actually provide their values like written somewhere. So you know what they are. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. You can't just guess. You can't say, oh, well, this place is dependable. So they must value being dependable. Right. Maybe it's just a victim of circumstance that they happen to be dependable. Sure. That's right, mate. Now you look at that flying kangaroo we've got, right? Qantas Air. I appreciate the fact that they put their values on their websites. Now, for example, I live in the States, so there's a lot more options. If you understand what their values are, you're more likely to go with them. Now, conversely, I'm a Bundy fan myself. You're a Bundy fan? Like married with children? No, no, I'm, I just meant Al Bundy. Love and marriage. You know what I'm talking Like the, what? No, Bundy. It's a rom, mate. Okay. All right. No, mate. What are you? Just sit down. Bundy's a rum. They make ginger beer. They've got all kinds of drinks, fruity drinks, whatever. Matter of fact, now you can find them at like Costco. If you never had it, here's a quick plug for Bundy. You can make yourself a dark and stormy. I've heard of dark and stormies. Actually, a couple of years ago, I went out to Bermuda for about a week. Pretty sure it's like their national drink, right? Ginger beer and, and rum. Black seal rum. Black seal, mate, no. They make that in Bermuda. This is Bundy's rum, mate. Totally different. Everything's grown on the island. Ginger fields for their ginger beer. You've also got their sugarcane, their molasses for their rum grown on the island as well. Or whatever you do with molasses if you don't grow it. It's all local. It's delicious though. I see. So I'm with you. Brand loyalty plays a role. Right. Yeah, mate. But that's why if I want a dark and stormy, I'm going to Bundy's. Or here in the States, I'm going to Costco to get it. Okay. All right. I'm with you. That's just loyalty, right? Like, you don't really need to balance out other options at that point because you've already got a loyalty to those products. So does balance really matter? Well, of course it does. Sometimes loyalty only goes so far. We're not talking about the longevity of loyalty, mate. People can change their minds. People grow up. Their tastes change. Their preferences change. Their priorities change. So your loyalties might change as well. You don't stay friends with somebody forever in most cases, and that's fine. People grow apart. Relationships end. And that reminds me, we're talking about brand loyalty. What does that mean to you as a person? Well, I mean, we've pretty much already talked about that. No, what I mean is, as an individual, not like you, Porter, here's the thing. If a brand of a company, of a product, of a service, through their, I don't know, fiduciary responsibilities, means that they have to exude some level of quality, care, community, honest representation, be genuine and be dependable. That's how they build brand loyalty, consistency, in honor of just yesterday being Father's Day. To all of the fathers on the planet who are going to hear this, actual fathers, right? Whether it's biological, adopted, step, you find yourself in a family as the father figure, as a mentor. That makes you an actual father, okay? Sure, maybe you didn't go create these children, 
But does that really matter the role you're filling? Probably not, right? I've got mates that married their mates. Does that mean they're ever going to father children? Probably not. Does that mean they can't ever be fathers? Definitely not. Of course they can. And so those are the people I'm speaking to. And also, let me say, I'm speaking to the future fathers as well. Your name is your brand. Alrighty, folks. This is Porter with the Transacting Value Podcast. If you haven't heard of Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me tell you about it. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That means from an app, a desktop, both. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or even Stitcher. And there's plenty more where you can choose from. It's basically all you need to make a podcast all in one place. And Anchor is totally free. So if you're interested and you want to find some value for your values, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. If you're looking for high quality locally sourced groceries, the Keystone Farmers Market is the place to be. Alongside our signature homemade boiled peanuts, we strive to offer only the best locally sourced pasta, baked goods, jams and jellies, farm eggs and dairy products, meats, and even seafood, as well as a great selection of fresh produce. That's the Keystone Farmers Market at 12615 Tarpon Springs Road in Odessa, Florida. The place with the boiled peanuts. Hey everyone, it's Dax here. I just wanted to take a moment and give a shout out to my wife, Julie. She is a uh, artist of sorts, but she has a Facebook page called The Bee and the Bear Creations. And what that page is for is basically if you wanted to do a specialized item like a tumbler or a hat or a vinyl or a decal or a shirt, you can go there, you can uh, ask some questions, look through the wares, but then give a DM and try to sort it out. Um, and then work and adjust pricing. But if you're interested in something like that, go ahead, like her page. It's the Bee and the Bear Creations on Facebook. Um, so go enjoy. Right. You haven't even told us the name yet. What are we supposed to tell our families? All the metadata. Have you considered the blockchain? And then when are we supposed to tell all our friends anyway? How are you going to ensure that all of the listeners know where to find anything? How am I supposed to tune in to a podcast that I've saved to my library and now has a different name? How are people going to find what were the episodes? Why are you changing the name to begin with? What about the listeners? Well, now what? Guys, guys, I got it. All right, it's going to be a phased approach. We're going to ensure between April and what's going to be our July 4th interview from SDYT, the podcast, to transacting value. It fits better. It fits our market. It fits our niche. It fits our intentions better. It's still real people with different perspectives talking over shared values. I'll take care of it. SurvivalDadYT at gmail.com is still the active email address. Facebook profile, the Instagram profiles, the TikTok profiles, everywhere you've been accessing this media stays the same. I'm still your host. For now, this is still SDYT the podcast. I'm speaking to the future fathers as well. Your name is your brand. Here's what I mean. You take all of those aspects of quality, care, community, being genuine, being honest in representing what values you stand for, okay? As you teach those to the people that gave you that father title or those kids who belong to other people, as you teach them and mentor them, you are building your personal brand, okay? The effort that you put in 
that's what breeds brand loyalty, right? Not to you, because you're going to change. You're going to get older. You're going to become an asshole too. And here's the thing. If you're going to grow up and be a... Can't say that. Right. What do I say then? That's just who you've become. Doesn't mean it's who you are. However, in establishing those boundaries, being dependable, being honest, being loyal, doing what you say you're going to do, actually taking an effort, building confidence, instilling confidence, or maybe self-esteem, those types of things. Maybe it's as simple as learning how to tie a tie, mate, or learning how to mow the grass. But maybe it's also teaching or showing through services, a work ethic and sacrifice. Maybe it's showing how to communicate. Maybe it's even from a distance and you're never actually there in person that often or at all. But that's how you build brand loyalty, mate. It's your name. It's what you instill in other people. It's your character. That's your brand. And if you want people to be loyal to that, not be your friend, not always like you, not always agree with you, but understand you and value all of it, well, then that's what it takes. All right, so I have a couple questions. While we're talking about loyalty and fatherhood, these call them brand values, okay? These aspects that you brought up of quality and care and dependability and honesty, all of these things are basically values of that brand. So my question is, are they always good? Well, that depends, mate. What do you mean good? Here's the thing. If we're saying that brand values are the perimeters to get expected results, consistent results, then let's call them boundaries because that's what that means. If you cross those lines, you get inconsistent outcomes. If you stay within those, you know what to expect in any other outcome. Now, a good boundary is upfront. It's in your face. and You know what you're getting ahead of time. It's dependable and it's honest. However, a good boundary is also just encouraging honesty. Depending on how you define good, sure. A bad boundary, it's vague, it's indistinct. Boundaries let you know what's acceptable, what's not. So here's the thing. The natural order of things is chaos. Okay. All right, I like that. The natural order of things is chaos. Right, that's what I said, mate. The natural order of things is chaos, okay? Which means you have to, if you want consistent results, if you want dependability, if you want success, in any relative sense, if you want survival, you need controls, mate. Well, sure. That's like, who was it? Newton's second law, I think, of thermodynamics. He said it was entropy. Mate, look, no, it, it doesn't matter. Okay, the point is, you need controls. Too many variables, you're going to get inconsistency. That's like personal training or strength training even. Right? You want to be able to implement for the sake of, let's say, minimizing the chances of musculoskeletal injuries when you're working out. Okay, let's use that as our baseline. Or I made sure you take the floor then. I'll just sit here. Oh, one second. If you're trying to minimize the chances or the risk, you need to input as many controls as you can in, say, a technique. So if you develop a sound technique in any particular movement in plane and then have one variable, maybe two at most, maybe that variable is load or sets or reps or rest, but whatever it is, whatever they are in some cases, then you know once you get a deviation from a predictable result, for better or worse, it was likely due to one of those two or both of those two variables. But if you have too much chaos, you don't know what's working, what's effective, and what's not. So it's difficult then to improve and get better. And that's the whole point of this human condition. Porter, let's not get too deep, mate. But I do agree with you. 
You put boundaries in place first. That's what all good stores do as well, right? They put their values out there as boundaries so you know what to expect, what you're going to get as an experience when you shop with or work with that company for that product or service, right? Of course. And so overall, you want to have a predictable outcome. Well, sure, you want positive examples too, right? We're talking about fatherhood earlier. Ideally, you want to be a positive example of what a father should be or what fatherhood is or what fatherhood could be, right, mate? What do you mean positive? Think about it like this, okay? Positive can be relative to the environment. I'm not following. That's what I was about to explain, mate, okay? Survival in an environment on the Black Sea right now, what they're trying to teach is survival, okay? For diet, for food, for sleep, for mental health, physical health, blasting holes in places, tanks. Okay, you get the picture. Here's the thing. A positive example of fatherhood in that environment primarily revolves around how to survive and how to communicate and how to work together. It doesn't have anything to do with a tie, okay? Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with a yard, okay? Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with straight A's in school, okay? So, positive example is a positive trend in that case. But positive could also be happy, right? Give them what they want, you teach them what they need, right? A positive example could also be knowledgeable though, right? And maybe the environment where you live, maybe your family's teachers. Maybe you got to do well in school, right? I've heard about Tiger parents, shout out to them. So maybe doing well in school, is your way of a positive example, teaching kids how to study or how to study better, more effectively, whatever. Maybe it's prosperous, right? Maybe your kids work on a farm somewhere, right? It doesn't change the fact that you need to learn how to manage your money, financially speaking, academically speaking, understand intellectual property, understand organizations, okay? How much you're spending, how much you're making. Maybe prosperous, is the positive example you need to hear about. In any case, yes, fatherhood has to be a positive example. Absent dads, okay? Dads that drink all the time, all right? These are negative aspects when you ignore your kids and you don't teach them. However, the lesson learned can still be positive. The example, maybe not, okay? All right. I'm with you. So it takes an active conscious effort to get positive examples in place so that this loyalty that you build to the brand of your character stays intact. Yeah, I agree with you. We said an active conscious effort. Why is that? Right? People need to learn at their own pace. You can't be on it all the time. Right, no, of course not. But consistency, okay, that's what matters. Sometimes you got to go out of your way, find creative ways to get in touch with people or with your kids or whatever, right? My son lives with his mother. So when we talk online or playing video games or whatever, that's all we have for right now. And maybe that's not going to work down the road, but it works for now. So I've got to meet him in the middle, okay? Now, sometimes I forget things, dates, appointments, events, because I'm not there. Forgetting things may just be a stress response. It's not a lack of caring. No, I get that, mate. And I appreciate you saying that out loud because that's how it feels. Like, I can't believe I forgot that. Well, that, that's what I mean. Like sometimes people forget and it doesn't mean you don't care less or, or I guess it doesn't mean you don't care. 
or that you care less. Let's say your favorite class at school is math. And somebody asks you what you learned in math class that day, and it's at the end of the school day, and you say, I don't even remember. I don't know what we learned today in math class. That doesn't mean you don't care about it. It's still your favorite class. You just don't remember. Maybe you were tired. Maybe you're stressed. Maybe you're hungry. Maybe you were daydreaming. Doesn't mean you don't care about it, right? And obviously, it's the same thing with people. Well, sure, mate. But remember, we're talking about brand loyalty here, and your character is your brand, right? So then, doesn't it seem more like you don't care? Well, it might seem like it because you're dealing with people. That doesn't mean you don't, okay? You still may care quite a bit. Maybe you don't know how to show it. Maybe you don't know how to communicate it. Maybe you communicate it in ways that are different than the intended audience is receiving, but it doesn't mean you don't care, right? Okay, I get it. See, that's the thing, man. Even if you're not always there, increased distance does not mean a decreased potential for influence. But even if you don't realize the opportunities in front of your face, you still got to make the effort and eventually you'll succeed. Like I said, you can't account for every variable, but you've got to account for most of them or at least make the effort to try. And then you can start implementing controls and better target how you want to accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. That's sort of the science of working with humans, I guess. Yeah, might. it's called psychology. All right, okay, well, sure. I, I consider that more of an art form, I guess. Well, let's not mince the words, might. Right, the point's still being the same. If you want to build the brand of your character, and in this case, apply to fatherhood, okay? Consistent effort is the key. It may not be frequent effort, but it's consistent, okay? Be predictable, be genuine, be honest, be dependable. That's what loyalty is, okay? Take ownership, build self esteem, build confidence, instill a knowledge base, instill reliability. That's what all good brands do. And that's why they have loyalty from their customers. Okay. In this case, it's your kids. I appreciate it, man. Look, I appreciate you taking some time to just to stop in and talk, man. Uh, This is such a cool perspective. I'd never really thought about brand loyalty, consumerism and fatherhood before, but uh, it's, it's an interesting take on it. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, of course. Eventually I'll be getting back around to some of these walkabout videos once I get my life back in order. But for the time being, I'm glad I could come in and participate in this, get some FaceTime with your viewers. No, no, it's, this is all audio. I'm not recording any video, man. I understand that, mate, and that's why I'm saying thank you. I appreciate your time and giving me the opportunity to get these lessons out. And one day, my son will be old enough. He'll listen to this as well. At least I hope he will, and, and maybe then he'll hear it. So I appreciate the opportunity, okay, because there's a lot of times down the road driving where I think, I'm never going to remember to tell him this or he may never think to ask. And then what? So this is a good opportunity to listen. I appreciate it. Your increase in dialogue, helping people communicate and to a certain degree, building empathy in the process. I appreciate the opportunity, Mike. Of course, to all of our listeners, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us today and support the show. Please like, follow, subscribe, leave reviews. And as always, if you have comments for topics, for insights, or even if you want to be interviewed, Feel free to send an email to survivaldadyt at gmail.com or send a direct message on Facebook or Instagram. We're also active on TikTok and Twitter. But alrighty, folks, I'm Porter. I'm your host. And that was SDYT, the podcast.